I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Andrew Dominic's Killing Them Softly is one of those gloomy mood pieces that makes you wonder if the sun will ever come out. In fact, you can detect sunshine every now and then, but the surprising thing about the prevailing grayness is how it gives way ever so slowly to much darker, genuinely doomy, and really quite beautiful images that evoke Edward Hopper, William Eggleston, the aestheticized violence of the Wild Bunch, or the elasticized bullet time of The Matrix. I'd say the credits got it wrong, and the movie's star is its cinematographer, Greg Fraser, even though Brad Pitt is very good in a pivotal role. Another surprising thing is just how elastic time can be. Dominic's previous film had a long title and a deliberate pace, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Yet it was infallibly interesting over the course of 160 minutes. His new one, arriving five years later, clocks in at 97 minutes, and it crawls. Brad Pitt is an enforcer, Jackie Cogan, who's brought in by the mob to put things right after a couple of dim-bulb thugs throw the local crime economy out of whack by holding up a mob-protected card game. Jackie is forced to work on the cheap because the national economy is also out of whack, so he's stuck with a subprime hire, a hitman, Mickey, played by James Gandolfini, who's boozing heavily, wallowing in despair, and clearly not the efficient monster he once was. Until Mickey makes his entrance, killing them softly as a series of character studies about insufficiently intriguing characters. Mickey's character, on the other hand, warrants studying. Gandolfini finds so much to play in this scooped-out shell of a brutal nihilist, failed romantic, and successful misogynist that you can almost forget how often he's played similar roles in the past. As a gangster thriller, Killing Them Softly is long on violence and short on thrills, but it does present a mystery. It's why the filmmaker, a gifted New Zealander with a passion for American culture, was able to hold our attention so consistently in his previous film, which went on at such great length, and so fitfully in this one. Both films were concerned with character, after all, but Jesse James was intrinsically dramatic, while killing them softly has been organized around an abstract concept that the mob's loss of control over its own economic realm reflects a loss of fiscal and economic control by Washington and Wall Street. The action is often intercut with audio or video clips of President Bush and then President Obama addressing the financial crisis. Whatever you think of that concept, it's only a notion, not a dramatic premise, which is why the film, for all its visual appeal, comes to life only sporadically. If you want to find out how such a notion can be dramatized, consult The Godfather. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.